Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV in Richmond. You can check us out on 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. And we're streaming live on the Odyssey app, wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company, the Junkies. It's Fish, Cakes, EB, and JP. That is the foursome March Madness around the corner. So talk a little college hoops now with Jerry Palm, bracketology expert for CBSSports.com, joining us on the Beck QL Guest Hotline. Hey, Jerry. Hey, how's it going? We're doing all right. Doing you know, well. we were talking earlier about the court storming thing, and a couple yeah. of us said, hey, when we were students, it was fun to storm the court. We were oh, at Maryland. Yeah. We didn't have many opportunities. We were underdogs. Did it one time on the football field. and um, But a lot of people, you know, are, are worried because some players have, have gone down, Caitlin Clark, earlier this year, and then what happens in this Duke game. H- how do you see this thing progressing? Can they do anything about it? Oh, they can. They won't. Uh, there's no appetite for that. Um, the SEC has tried fines. The SEC schools are rolling in money. The fines don't mean anything to them. Um, I think the schools like it. Uh, the schools that, you know, when, when your program is suffering, I guess, to the point where you celebrate wins like that by storming the court, then, you know, the marketing people can show video and look how excited people are about our basketball program and blah, blah, blah. And it's, I just don't think anybody really cares. I mean, you, if you did want to stop it, there are definitely ways to stop it. But, you know, nobody – just nobody cares. And football is a little different. Well, for one thing, it usually takes a while to get to the field from mm-hmm. the football stands. Um, and also those players are um, padded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've got they've got some protection. Um, and, and oftentimes they'll stay out there and celebrate the, the home team players anyway. So – um, it, I don't think that's a great idea necessarily either, but uh, um, basketball, it's, it's just dangerous. So when you say they can do something, what would be tops on the list to prevent thousands of kids well, storming uh, the so court? The first time someone storms, you know, you've, your fans storm the court, the next team, the student section's empty. Okay. And then, you know, if they keep, you know, they keep doing it, then you make it empty for two more games or a whole season or whatever it takes to keep the people that are storming the court out of the building. Right. And eventually the message gets across, but nobody will ever do anything like that. Mm-hmm. What's the update on Filipowski's injury? I haven't seen anything in the last day. Um, the last thing I heard was like right afterwards, they said he hurt his knee, but I haven't seen anything about his availability or um, current status. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand on the NCAA tournament versus conference tournament play? I, I actually enjoy the conference tournament play probably as much as I do the big tournament. Um, obviously, you're not getting the, all the, the great matchups and, and how what sure. it means, but I, I love conference tournament play. Maybe because there's more games to watch, but I, I really yeah. enjoy it, and I've I think I've I've enjoyed it more over the last few years because you're getting some unbelievable finishes, which yeah. mean everything for for the smaller conferences, obviously. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, there's so much at stake in the conference tournament. And even in some of the bigger conferences, you know, you've got teams, they don't have to win to get in, but mm-hmm. there are some that probably do or have to make some kind of a run to get into the tournament. Um, so, yeah, a conference tournament conference tournament time is exciting because of what's at stake. But also, I like the conference tournaments because it's a whole familiarity breeds contempt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you you play in the NCAA tournament and you're playing teams that you you know hardly ever see you may never see, 
uh, in other conferences, but, uh, you know, conference tournaments, that's just everybody gets together and they all hate each other. And it's, it's, and there's a lot on the line and you, you get intense games, if not elegant games. What'd you make of this last week for Rick Pitino and St. John's? He lights into his players. You don't often hear coaches kind of ripping players and he kind of backtracked and, and then they get a big win. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that kind of that kind of a thing is a bit old school, but uh, yeah, I don't necessarily mind it. You know, he he knows his players. If his players can handle that, then fine. Um, if he's gonna, if it's the kind of a thing where the locker room is gonna revolt after you do that, then it's a bad idea. But he must have at least trusted his players to react um, the way that they did. And you know, I mean, look, St. John's isn't a tournament team, um, but you know, there's there's a chance that they could be, but they're only 16 and 12. Um, They haven't done well against the better teams on their schedule. They've got a couple bad losses. They haven't got the games left in the regular season that are really going to help them. So they have to win all those, do something in the conference tournament, and then let's see what happens. But, you know, their their margin for error in terms of making the NCAA tournament is gone, uh, but they're uh, all but gone. But they have have a chance to get hot and, and try and make a run. Jerry, I wanted to ask you about a team that won't be uh, making a tournament appearance. That's Michigan. They're all the way at the bottom of the Big Ten standings. We saw what Purdue did to them over the weekend. It basically looked like uh, like Mackey Arena at Chrysler. They invaded the building, yeah. uh, took care yeah. of Michigan. What's going on with Juwan Howard? Is he going to be able to turn this thing around with uh, with NIL, with the portal? Because this is going to be two straight years without a, a tournament appearance for him. Yeah, they had um, they had some bad luck this year. On the injury front, they've had a hard time staying healthy, and I'm not sure they were going to be great anyway. And then your best player can't play on the road. That's weird. Uh, Doug McDaniel, yeah, he's weird. a local kid. He went to Paul the Sixth right down the street here. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, I mean it's an academic yeah. suspension. Yeah. Um, so they they don't let him. The academic folks are not letting him travel with the team. It's not an athletic department uh, punishment, but it's um hmm. yeah it's an odd i've never heard of something like that before it's so you're just disjointed you'd you'd never have your full roster um you know i think they've got some guys who can play uh but you know like doug mcdaniel i mean he's a player but yeah you know and i don't know what they've got coming in for recruiting but i'll, I'll be surprised if they the only reason they would cut ties with Jawan howard right now is if they thought that next year was going to be just as bad they had reason to believe that next year could be just as bad hmm. So, you're a Purdue guy. Yep. And, you know, I guess I just wanted to ask you, how much pressure um, do you think is on Coach Painter and Zach Eady this year after the last couple of years in the tournament? Obviously, last year losing to FDU, um, losing the Sweet 16 to St. Peter's. Um, they clearly – I thought they always kind of – Purdue wasn't even the best team St. Peter's beat that year. Right, right. Yeah, so, Kentucky. I saw that one. So I'm just wondering how much pressure, and I think this Purdue team's really, really good. And I think the guard plays is going to be much better in the tournament than it has been. But how much pressure is on Coach Painter and Zach to really get something done major in this tournament? I don't think there's really any pressure on Painter. It's not like he's going to lose his job if things go sideways in this tournament. Um, the, you know, there might be pressure on Zach because it's his last run. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, this is his final shot at doing something in the tournament the team is really really focused every game right. you know win or lose i mean you know things have gone badly they have turnover problems when they lose but um it's not a lack of focus they're they're really focused on the task at hand 
they want to win everything. They want to win the Big Ten regular season. They want to win the Big Ten tournament. They want to win the NCAA tournament. They're just really focused on that job. And, you know, we'll see what they can do. You know, it's not entirely in their hands. But right. um, but you've got when you've got Zach Eady and, um, and good guard play like they've been getting most of this year, uh, that's, a, that's a good formula for success. You know, getting to, to another conference in the ACC, I think you have Wake Forest in. I don't know when you posted this on your bracketology. Was this after they I beat just Duke? Put them in yesterday. Okay. All right. Yeah, they're first four in with Utah. All right. So you got Wake in there. Um, Clemson's going to get in. Obviously, Duke, Carolina are going. You have Carolina as a one seed. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about Virginia because I watched a lot of this Carolina Virginia game. Virginia has now gone three consecutive games, and I know you know this. They don't score where they haven't scored. <laughs> no. 50, they haven't scored fifty points in three consecutive <laughs> games. This might be the worst yeah. offense Bennett's had. In and a they're long saying time. something, yeah, because they're ne- they've never been an explosive offensive team. They've always been right, grind you out defensively, and then find a way to you know score enough points to beat you. But he usually has an NBA player, and he does, uh, and he doesn't yeah. have one this year. I just no. I don't know how you can, and they're probably going to get in. I get it, but how do you how do you get into a yet. tournament? <laughs> it's not over yet, but how do you get into a tournament where you can't score fifty points? Yeah, it's well, you you do it by playing defense so that the other team doesn't score 50 either um and then you end up with a bunch of games that are really hard to watch uh so and then they have like 47 45 games against wake or 49 47 yep just like a week ago i mean that stuff's hard to watch but you know you win whatever you do whatever it takes to win and for virginia the formula for winning is defense because you can't rely on your offense so you know will they win enough to make the ncaa tournament i mean they've got to play at boston college you think they could win that at Duke, probably not. Georgia Tech at home and NC or the ACC tournament. There's still work to be done for Virginia. They can't afford a slump and still make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they should win those. They should beat BC and Tech. But yeah, Duke's a different think, story, right? But then yeah, you talk you would, about the defense, and then UVA goes down to Castle Coliseum and Blacksburg, and they allow 14 threes. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes it's the other team today. Yeah, but, it uh, was for them too. Um, so, so if they're hitting 14 threes, there's probably not a whole lot your defense has been able to do about it. Yeah, they've been just really disappointed. Hey, so do you think that this tournament, obviously who knows about the seedings yet, got a lot of hoops to play, but do you think it's going to be kind of wide open do, or do you expect the ones, you know, the Purdue's and the Yukons, maybe the Houston's to really kind of dominate um, and get to at least the Elite Eight? Would you be surprised if a couple of those teams don't get it that far? I'd be surprised, yeah, if we don't see at least two of UConn, Houston, and Purdue in the Elite Eight, I would be surprised. They have really separated themselves Mm -hmm. uh, from the rest of college basketball. North Carolina is the fourth number one. Purdue, UConn, Houston, any of those teams could take two losses and still not drop below North Carolina Mm -hmm. at number four. So we're as close to three locks for number one seeds as you can be you know, almost three weeks from Selection Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. But those three teams have been really, really good and consistently good all year to the point where you would expect to see them at least in an Elite Eight. Yeah. Jerry, uh, moving off the tournament, because these aren't going to be tournament teams, I just want to hear your opinion on cool, Coach Cooley's first season in Georgetown and then Willard's second season with the Terps. I think maybe there were greater expectations for both. Yeah, I, and I understand. Well, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard to for a first-year guy to go into a program that was really 
really struggling, uh, like Cooley inherited, uh, and just make giant strides right away. Unless you're getting guys out of the transfer portal that are going to be, um, you know, studs or something, it's it's really hard to turn things around quickly. Um, but for Maryland, you know, you've got two NBA guys, and in college basketball, if you've got that, you should be able to be more competitive. Than Maryland's been, and I, I think of Maryland as like a, a Big Ten tournament. You know, watch out for Maryland because the talent's there. They've got guys. It's just can they spring it all together? Can they be consistent? Can they play enough defense? You know, you know, can they do what they need to do uh, to advance? And they haven't been consistent in that way. And, and I, I don't really know why. I don't watch a lot of Maryland. Um, I watch more Big Ten than I do anything else. But I just I don't know uh, what the dysfunction is there maybe they just don't have good chemistry well they don't well they don't shoot the three ball very well, well. in yeah. fact if you look at their team three ball percentage it's less than 29 percent you're not going to win a lot of games shooting 29 yeah, percent from three yeah what um, about the what about the georgetown struggles that jp mentioned does that vindicate ewing on any level or no like cooley uh, comes in established coach and he's doing basically the same thing call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, you mean it's having the same success. Yeah. Or lack thereof, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah but it's one year. You know, it's, you're turning around basically a dumpster fire. And it just doesn't happen overnight. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you'd hope for better. Um, but you know, I, Ed Cooley's a good coach. It's just give him some time. It right. requires a little patience to, to rebuild what Georgetown, uh, what he acquired from Georgetown. Hey, I wanted to get your take before we let you go on, um, tournament expansion, because I don't know if you heard coach K talking about it on his radio show. He's all for tournament expansion. He gave out some percentage of what percentage of teams, what percentage of teams actually have access to the postseason i think he said it was about 20 percent, and then he compared it to college football which is obviously much higher and then um but jay billis on game day uh now i don't think he was reacting to what coach k said but jay billis on game day this past weekend said it's the dumbest thing we could do is to expand <laughs> the tournament because he says 
you know, if, if you think that these teams don't have access to the postseason tournament, he goes, well, they do because they just they have a conference tournament. Exactly. If, if you want to get through the conference tournament and win it, you have access to the big tournament. You where, do. where do you stand on on tournament expansion? I, I am steadfastly, 100%, unwavering in my support for a return to 64. Oh, okay. I, I want nothing to do with a bigger NCAA tournament. As it is now, you're looking at teams with – relatively little accomplishment, you know, like three, like Gonzaga. Gonzaga is a team we're talking about for the NCAA tournament. They have three quad one and two wins at Kentucky, San Francisco, and I think Santa Clara. Okay. Um, And we're talking about that as an at-large team. So if you expand to, what, 96, we're going to have 32 more teams with less accomplishment than that in the tournament. No. Yeah, I don't think they could expand that that far. That's a lot of teams. I, 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 we should just go back to sixty four. So, so you're fine not putting the first. Yeah, so you don't have to put your first four in. Yeah, I mean, I love Dayton. I just don't think we need those games in Dayton. Let's just let's just go back to sixty four. That'll never happen, of yeah. course. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah. Well, Jerry, I got to tell you, man, I'm looking forward to uh, you know no, football's over, but I get into the conference tournaments, and they start next. I believe they start next Monday. Next week. Yep. Yeah, next Crazy. week, the smaller conferences yeah. next week. Yep, I'm all in, man, and uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you about it. Thank all you, right, Jerry. Thanks. Thank you, Jerry. So Jerry is 100% against tournament expansion. Yep, doesn't like it. I'm with him. I like the field of 64 better than 64 sounds. I just thought it was interesting. I just thought it was interesting that Coach K was all about expansion, and then yeah. his former player, mm-hmm. who was very outspoken, mm-hmm. he's one of the you know faces of college hoops comes out and says it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now, again, I don't think he was reacting to what Coach K was saying, mm-hmm. uh, but they're on opposite sides. Mm-hmm. All right, got to take a break. Coming up next, what's going on with A-Rod's face? We'll tackle that more on the entertainment page. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.